From the movie house to your widescreen at home, Radio 111's Going to the Cinema and the streaming services on Flicks and Picks with Brian Mendoza. So grab your popcorn and beverage of choice and step into our screening room for our weekly forum on film. Now, here's Brian. Hello, hello, hello. It's so nice to be back on here. And thank you for coming back to the Radio 111 screening room. And today we're going to talk about the film Encanto. Now, Encanto is one of those movies that has been piquing my interest as to what it could possibly be about. I mean, yes, I know what the story is. It's not that difficult to discern from the trailers, but I wanted to see what mysteries it uncovered, what's going on underneath the surface of it, because I've heard some interesting things about the quality of this film. I've heard some things about it not being as good as it seems, but you know what? We'll leave it at that. But Encanto is a movie about a young Colombian girl who has to face the has to face the frustration of not only being the only member of her family without magical powers, but having to hold on to this like, you know, this idea that maybe the powers might be disappearing. That Mari Bed not only has to, you know, deal with the fact that you know this poor girl has no powers in a family that has so many powers. Like, have you ever felt that way? Like, you always feel like you're the one that isn't special in your family. I think that's a really relatable concept for a uh, animated movie. I was going to say children's movie, but you know what? It is a children's movie to some extent, but it's a really relatable concept for an animated film. And I think that that's a pretty strong selling point is just the concept itself. And the film follows Maribel as she has to deal with this, but she also has to figure out the mystery of the powers because the powers are given to the family by this candle. And you see this candle may or may not go out, but we'll see. We'll see. And I'll leave it at that when it comes to the plot because I don't want to spoil anything. It's one of those films where the plot is very important to the enjoyment of the film. And I feel also that me just hinting at some of the twists and turns, which there are not that many twists and turns for a Disney film because you'll notice recently there is this pattern of Disney movies where there is a twist villain and it's not always, in my opinion, successful. And I'm glad that this is a case where that isn't going to happen. But I like the fact that this film doesn't have a specific villain. So kudos to that. that This film is more about the family dynamic and the family trouble and the family drama. So there's all this stuff that's relatable to the audience. So I, I, I know that I'm saying that a lot. I feel like a lot of audience members will be watching this and feeling, you know what, that's how my family is. And in terms of you know, just animation, you know, just the way this movie looks. I think this is one of those movies where the animation is really just top tier Disney animation. This is this is exactly how Columbia looks like, according to some people that I've spoken to. And I'm really glad to hear it because I love the fact that these characters have different designs and have different aesthetics. You know, 
There was criticism earlier in the year for In the Heights for having some colorist angles to it. The fact that like you have all these characters from a country that are not people of color, that they're white Latino. And I like the fact that in this case, the Latinx characters are actually a variety of different races. You have black Latinx characters, you have white Latinx characters, you have brown Latinx characters. And I think that that type of diversity makes your animation more richer. And I think that that is the reason why this film is going to appeal to a lot of more audience audience members than In the Heights. As much as I support In the Heights and I think that movie got kind of a unfair shake at the box office, like I, I, it's not, the criticisms were valid, don't get me wrong, but I just think that that film should have done more at the box office. And I know this movie's gonna do really well at the box office because it's an animated movie, but I love the fact that there's so much diversity in the cast and in the animation that I'm really just glad to see it. And like for me, it's not just the diversity of the animation, but just the cast. You got some really good cast members in there Stephanie Beatrice, she is actually really good as Maribeth. Now, I've heard some people, you know, they critique her performance in the film. She's from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. She played Rosa Diaz. But you know what? She does such a good job that I couldn't even hear her in this film. She's also in In the Heights as Carla. It was not a big uh, role in that film, but still she stood out and I actually thought she was really funny in that movie and she was really charismatic. So for me to see her here, it's like, I love seeing talent like this rise up in Hollywood so let's let's get more of that and John Leguizamo he plays Bruno who is the mysterious character that no one is allowed to talk about and that's where I'm gonna leave it at and I think that he does such a great job with Bruno that he becomes like my favorite character in the movie because he's so relatable he's so funny he's you know he lives with I'm not gonna I can't say more because I feel like I'm gonna spoil it but basically the, let's say the animal companions that are near him are just a delight like you wouldn't think so but they really are and you know there's so many great like actors throughout the film that really do deliver such really good performances even Maluma who plays Mariano he does such a good job escaping into his role that I'm actually surprised they got a celebrity cast member to do it and then Wilmer Valderrama, Rennie Feliz, Ravi Cabot, Conez they do so they do really good job with like their performances that I'm actually really glad that they actually got some really strong Latino actors to play these parts you know Maria Cecilia Botero she plays the abuela in the film and I gotta say she does such a great job as that character that even though there are times where you don't like her you can still understand where she's coming from and I think that's really the strong point of this film is that it's trying to be a very compassionate film about its characters and I think that that's where the nuance comes from I think the nuance is that these are movies about characters dealing with their own complicated lives and trying to solve them but also not sure how to like navigate a world where things are changing and I feel like that's really what the film's about is coming to terms with your family trauma but also trying to navigate changing family dynamics and I feel like a lot of on this was a really good movie to come out during the Thanksgiving weekend this came out around that time and I think that in my opinion there's nothing more engaging for family to watch during the holidays and movies about families that are worse than yours and there was an animated film that actually an animated short film that premiered right before this film called far from a tree far from the tree is a film about a 
curious little raccoon who has to deal with his parents being frustrated and trying to keep them safe. I think it's one of those like really powerful short films and I think if it doesn't win best original animated short at the Oscars I'm going to get really upset because it is that strong of an animated short because it deals with breaking generational trauma and dealing with like your family your the complexities of a parent who may or may not be perfect and I think that in the case of um, Encanto this was a really strong pairing of the two so if you wanted to see two strong movies about generational trauma and overcoming new family dynamics then this is actually a really solid film for you and I'm really happy to say that like Disney has started to bounce back a little bit with Encanto I'm not saying it's like perfect by any means I still think that Far From the Tree the animated short before this film did a better job at the forgiveness aspect of your family like you know forgiving your family for some of their for some of the trauma they might have put you through I think that's you know more valid in that film but I still think that there is something really strong about how Encanto deals with it and I and I think that each character has these moments like because the music is orchestrated by um Lin-Manuel Miranda that he does a really good job giving these characters strong vocal performances and strong emotive songs that you feel every character's like pain and every character's joy and I think that that's really the strong point of this movie it's that you understand characters even when they're not perfect and I think that that's not only giving children in my humble opinion some credit in understanding these concepts but it also makes for a much more enriching thoughtful cinematic experience so with all you know with all the good things and bad things out there in the world a movie like Encanto and Far From a Tree are solid entertainment they are intellectually stimulating emotionally powerful films and you know sure both films are definitely not perfect you know there's things we can definitely critique about you know whether or not characters are too forgiving but you know what i think for what they are they are strong movies about these concepts the concepts of generational trauma and changing family dynamics so Encanto gets three and a half stars out of me and Far From a Tree gets four stars so check them out and hey check out every single week for a new episode of Flicks and Picks stay tuned